This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. Welcome to Inside the Jungle, your official show for Auburn men's basketball. I am your host, Chandler Fullman, and I am joined alongside my co-host, Jace Phillips. How's it going today, Jace? I'm doing pretty well, Chandler. How about yourself? Well, we are recording this Friday night uh, after Auburn just got a big win over South Florida, which we will talk about here in a few minutes. Um, so I'm doing pretty well, but um, we we are, have three games to address um, on this episode um, first, our exhibition game versus yep. uh, Alabama Huntsville. Wasn't yep, it? that's right. And then our first regular season game versus George Mason. George Mason, and then tonight versus South Florida. So, um, Jace, just initial thoughts on the first first three opponents. Who do you think was the best opponent out of the three? Uh. I definitely think that South Florida uh, was the best opponent. Um, they did a lot of the little things right. Um, they played really hard, um, and I think they, I mean, obviously, based not only on the score, but they definitely um, gave us the biggest run for our money out of the three opponents. They were a very physical team. Uh, they weren't scared, and, um, you know, they didn't back down from a bigger opponent. Yeah, South, South Florida gave us a tough go of things tonight. And if you remember, last year, uh, down in Tampa, we went down to Tampa and played um, at South Florida, and that game was a tough, tough game as well. And the, the strange thing is, South Florida only won eight games last year. Um, but both times in Tampa and here um, at home in Auburn, South Florida came ready to play against Auburn. I don't know what it is. They did. But last year's game, uh, Auburn won 58-52. to um, But they were down at halftime, just like we were tonight. Um, and I, I think it was a similar score tonight. Uh, they were down at halftime last year, 33-26. to um, And then Auburn outscored them in the second half, 32-19. to right, yep. Um, but... Both games were, were fairly close. Uh, here's something that was different about the two games, as I'm looking at the stat line. Last year, K.D. Johnson was the leading scorer with 15 points. What happened tonight? I don't, I don't think he had a point. He didn't have a rebound, and he had four fouls. Um, you know, K.D., he, he could just never really get going. Um, he, he did have a couple of steals and he had an opportunity to have an easy finish at the other end to really give us a spark and for him to get going. And he just couldn't even cash on on those easy opportunities. So it was just a very tough night for Katie. And, um, you know, obviously we're hoping that we see less and less of those because Katie is a player that we need to be, um, we need to be more consistent um, as the season goes on. If we're going to be a team to compete on into the SEC play. Yeah, I agree uh, 100%. And then uh, just of note, the second leading scorer last year was Zepp Jasper. You know how many points he had tonight? Not many. Zero. zero. So the two leading scorers last year had zero points, and we still found a way to, to pull it out. So, But let's go ahead and get started with University of Alabama-Huntsville in the exhibition. Um, first game of our I guess, first technical game of the year, but it did not count towards the record. Um, 
exhibition game, which Auburn won 87-69. to um, Initial thoughts on that game, Jace? Uh, we had a slow start to that game. Um, we came out and played a lot better as the game went on, but, um, you know, we, di- we didn't just pull away early um, like I thought we might. Um, but, you know, as the game went on and we, we started playing together a little more, um, things got better. We didn't shoot very well from the three-point line. Um, and that You know, that's kind of carried into these last two games as well. Um, and the other team did shoot well. You know, Alabama Huntsville, they came in this game. Um, they had a few guys that, that were got hot from three that we had really had to defend. And so, um, you know, I, didn't ex- I did expect us to pull away, but we did uh, struggle there towards the beginning. But one guy that really stood out to me in that exhibition was Trey Donaldson. You know, Trey, Trey's a guy that came in as a freshman this year, and, you know, we really didn't know a bunch about him other than what we've seen in these preseason, preseason scrimmages. And, uh, you know, one thing I love about Trey is that he does not play like a freshman. Is he the highest person on the stat line or most points? No, he's not. But he does the little things right. He runs the offense. He doesn't really make mistakes with the ball. And he, he's a leader on the court. He's a vocal leader. And, you know, that's just something you don't see out of many freshmen. Yeah, also of, of note um, about Trey Donaldson is, um, I believe looking at this, yeah, he was the leading rebounder with seven rebounds yep. for the Tigers um, on, the, on the exhibition night. Yep. Um, also stand out um, – on the stat line is Jalen Williams, six for six from the field and three for three from the uh, free throw line um, for a total of 16 points and four rebounds. Yep. Jalen, uh, we, we did a really good job getting him the ball in the middle and that turnaround little short jumper, if he can hit that consistently, he's going to be a very, very hard player to defend um, for, for other teams that will face this season. And another uh, few notes about the exhibition game, Wendell Green Jr. with 12 points and Alan Flanagan with 11 points. Um, through the first three games, um, what are your thoughts on Alan Flanagan? I feel like he's he's definitely uh, gotten back to what we saw, what was it, not last year, but two, two years, years ago, ago. Yep. Um, more so in these first three games. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I think Flanagan, you know, he, I feel like he's on his revenge tour. He's, you know, he's, he feels like he's finally starting to get his game back and, uh, really develop into that player we all thought that he could develop into. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a leader on the court. He's a hard nosed defender and he's a very good finisher. And if he can keep shooting that three ball the way that he shot at some of these first three games, then I think he could be a huge player for us down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, it was a, it was a, I'm not gonna say a great win um, for Auburn because I don't feel like the opponent was quite up to, up to what we're gonna see the rest of the year. But a solid, solid win, and I thought it was a, a, a very good job of putting up 87 points for the first time they have played against somebody other than themselves um, in a long time. I thought putting up 87 points was, uh, was good. And showed the potential that this team has, though through these first two regular season games, um, the offense and the shooting has struggled. Yes. So let's go ahead and move on to the first regular season game. 
um, versus George Mason. Tell yeah. us just initial thoughts about that game. Yeah, initial thoughts about George Mason. Same thing that we, you know, we kind of just touched on. Offense has not been the strongest to start the year. But against George Mason, and even tonight, but especially against George Mason, our defense really, really played well. And we really scored a lot of points off of our defense. I mean, we caused 19 turnovers against George Mason. And I believe we got several points off of those turnovers as well. So even though our offense was not the best, um, we, we did cause lots of turnovers. Yeah. Um, something that just unfortunately pops out to me on this stat line is three-point shooting. Um, in the first half, we went two of 17. And in the second half, we went two of eight. Yeah. Um, that's for a total of four for 25. I believe that's 16%. Um, and that is 16%. And I'm afraid that come SEC play, 16% is not going to cut it. Nope. Um, if we want to, if we want to win ball games, um, thankfully, um, from what I have seen, we are, we just have more talent, um, in these first two games. I mean, yeah. that's what it's come down to. Yeah. When we're is, bigger and stronger, because one, one stat I want to touch on is 48 rebounds, 22 of those coming on the offensive end. When you get those offensive rebounds and you get those second-chance points, the, you know, it's the little things like that that's the difference in, in games, especially when we get to play in, uh, better opponents down the road. Yeah, and it was, um, I mean, rebounding-wise, Dylan Cardwell stands out, um, had nine rebounds, um, quite a physical presence down in the paint. And I really think Cardwell has taken a, a major jump from last season to this season. He has. Um, I have seen a major jump from him. And you, you, guess what other player? Chris Moore. Chris Moore. That's exactly who yeah. I was going to say. I believe through these first two games, Chris Moore has been an unsung hero for this team. He, you know, he's done lots of little things right. He rebounds the basketball. He plays hard on defense. He's scoring some points, and he's playing physical. And, you know, he's doing all of these things great, and he's not getting a lot of recognition. Um, I th feel like he's really been an unsung hero for us so far, and I think that, you know, Chris Moore is one of those guys that, you know, you don't necessarily plan for when you're playing Auburn, but he's a guy that if he can consistently play well – um, that could really help us down the stretch. He's just such a great team player. Yeah, Chris Moore uh, against George Mason, quiet, quietly, I should say, had eight points. Um, the leading scorer was Wendell, uh, Wendell with 16, and then following him, Janai and KD Johnson both had 12. Um, Janai uh, and KD, I don't know – what it is really, but they both kind of struggled shooting, um, which kind of seemed to be a trend for the whole entire team yep. these first two games. And, you know, I'm really hoping and I'm thinking that when Chance Westry gets back, that may help the may help the stat line a little bit shooting-wise. I agree. Um, He's somebody that definitely stood out this summer in Israel um, when the team traveled over there and played a few games. Um, he was somebody that was consistent in all three of those games, and he really just kind of made everybody around him better. Yeah, um, I 100% agree. And I would not be surprised at all if when Chance comes back, 
if he becomes our best player. Um, and I also will not be surprised if he's not quite the best player because I think Wendell Green yep. is a very talented player. I think uh, Janai Broom, when he plays like he can play, I think he has potential. I think Yoan Traor has potential. I definitely KD Johnson, Jalen Williams. That's the thing about this team is there's not one like Jabari Smith or Walker Kessler that that can rack up 20, 25 points each night. Each There's probably eight or nine guys that could be your leading scorer any given night. Yep. And so, I think a lot of the times when you when you face teams like that, they're harder to defend when when you you know you can't just shut down one player. And so I think that'll really help us. Um, you know, if we can get to playing together well as a team down the stretch, um, that'll really help us to click. One thing I do want to touch on is free throws. That has been a a big struggle here at the beginning of the year, and and thankfully the the two teams we've played have not really shot ball from the free throw line very well either um but that's no excuse for the way we're shooting from the free throw line we have got to shoot free throws better if we want to be a contender for the sec yeah what what was the percentage uh Uh, i believe we were 62 percent against george mason and while that's not awful that's you can't shoot 62 percent and win in the sec night in and night out and uh I think that's a nice transition into moving into the uh, the second game of the year, which was tonight versus South Florida. Um, guess what our free throw percentage ended up being tonight? I'm going to guess lower than 62. Nope. It was exactly 62%. Wow. Um, 62.5%, 20 of 32 from the free throw line. But most of the night we were trending around 50%. I think – um, a lot of free throws towards the end of the game in in garbage time uh, helped boost our free throw statistic. But most of the night we were right around 50%. And, I mean, even at 62%, like you said, that's not going to cut it come SEC play. Nope. And, and also tonight, the turnovers against South Florida. I believe we had more turnovers than they did. Yep, we had 20 turnovers to their 17. And while it was good that we, you know, four 17 turnovers, we cannot turn the ball over 20 times and beat a quality opponent. We, you know, we also didn't shoot the three ball well again tonight. I believe about 20%, five of 25. Yeah, well, that's improvement from first game, four of 25. So, well. Hopefully we keep trending in the right direction. Well, I I don't think it can get worse. So, no. Um, there's only one way from here up. That's right. So. Um, but one player I really, really want to give a lot of recognition to, or really two players, um, Wendell Green and Alan Flanagan. Willing, Wendell Green really stepped up tonight, 9 of 11 from the line, and, you know, when we needed somebody to just take over, he took that ball and he drove it, and he – you know, it was almost like nobody was going to stop him tonight when he when it was time for, for us to really need a basket. He was going to go to the goal, and he was going to get that shot up, and, and it was going to fall. Um, and so I really just want to give a lot of recognition to Wendell and, and also Alan Flanagan. I mean, he had a solid night, 18 points, three for six from the three-point line. I mean, when Alan Flanagan can shoot that three, you know he's going to be able to get to the goal with the way he can slash. So if he can add that three-point 
shot to his arsenal consistently, I think that's really going to help us down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, Allen Flanagan going 50% from the three-point line, three of six. Um, and I'm, I'm telling you, if, if we can have Flanagan return to his um, self that from, what, two years ago? I guess that was his, what, freshman or sophomore season? Yeah. Um, if he can return back to that self – this team is going to be hard to beat because we will have Wendell at the point that could be the leading scorer. We will have Flanagan at small forward. Um, we've got Treor and Broom inside, and not to mention Jalen Williams, Chris Moore. Dylan Cardwell. Dylan Cardwell, Zepp Jasper. I mean, this team is deep. Yeah, um, and what about Dylan Cardwell tonight? I mean, I feel like when, when Neville Arena – was just dead. And also, shout out to everybody who showed up tonight. It was a great crowd for a Friday night um, basketball game in Neville Arena. But it was just hard for us, for the fans to get into it, um, especially there in the first half. And I feel like coming out in the second half, defensively especially, Dylan Cardwell really gave us a boost and a spark to get the fans back into the game. Yeah, I'm, I 100% agree. I, at one point, um, after I think it was a Dylan Cardwell block, I want to say. I was, I thought he was about to, I don't know what, what he was going to do. I, I mean, <laughs> he, he stomped over in front of the crowd and started slamming his chest. Yeah. And I, I was like, what is he about to do? But yeah. And that's I, just Dylan. Yep. Yeah, and he even started cramping up. And I, I really don't even know if he was cramping up from, from playing or, or from his celebration, but. <laughs> He yeah. de- he definitely always brings the energy and and you know the, the crowd just feeds off of that and then the every all the other players feed off the crowd so um, you know we can always count on Dylan to bring a lot of excitement um, and passion with the way he plays. Yeah, definitely. So um, an interesting statistic tonight that also um, I recognize that I mentioned earlier in the episode. Um, KD Johnson and Zepp Jasper uh, combined for zero points. Uh, together, they were 0 of 8 from the floor. From the free throw line, they were 0 of 5. Um, and that's not going to cut it come SEC play. Because the key in SEC play is you got to have good guards. I mean, yep. there's, there's no way around it. I mean, that's what killed us, uh, ended up killing us last year. Um, and in the NCAA tournament was the fact that, I mean, we had Jabari Smith. We had a great power forward. We had Walker Kessler, a great center. But guard play is what dominates March. If you, the guards are what are, will, will carry you come March. Yep. And, uh, we did not have that guard play last year. And so I'm really hoping that KD and Zip, um, step up like Wendell has um, and can uh, continue to uh, excel as the season goes on. Yep. And I think Zepp right now, you know, I think he's just a little frustrated on the offensive end, but you can't uh, let his de- defensive, present go un- go defensive presence go unnoticed. Um, you know, Zepp, he is always going to defend the basketball. If he doesn't, if he misses a shot on the offensive end, if he's not having a very good night offensively, you know that he's still going to be playing defensively. I love that he does not let his offensive performance affect the way he defends. And I really think that that's what 
was able for um, to keep us in the game tonight when we were not playing well offensively. Yeah, uh, definitely so. Um, but at the end of the day, you know what matters is the fact that we pulled away with the W. Um, and come Feb- late February, early March, uh, you know what that committee is going to look at? They're going to look at whether it was a W or an L. That's not, right. Nobody is really going to remember this game uh, that happened three or four months ago come come March. Nope. So and the good thing is we came away with a win. That's right. And shout out to Coach Jay and the Auburn women's basketball team also on a 2-0 and start. Um, coming off wins against Sam Houston and uh, South Alabama. Um, so, you know, the women have overcome a lot of adversity early this season, too, dealing with four people out of the second game and still finding a way to win. So shout out to Coach Jay and, and what she's doing to turn this women's basketball program around. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, me and Jace, uh, we we went to the, what was it, first game of the year? Yep, Sam Houston State. Um, versus Sam Houston State. And I was very impressed with just the talent that Coach Jay has has brought in um, compared to years past. Um, of course, we've got some returning talent as well um, with, was it? Aisha Kulabali and Honesty Scott Grayson and Sanaya Wells. So, But some of these newcomers, they can ball too. They can. So um, very impressive um, from, I was very impressed, I should say, from, from the women's basketball team and, I look forward to seeing how they grow um, throughout the remainder of the season. But um, going back to men's, um, next week we will face uh, a, I think, a little better opponent in Winthrop. Um, what is it? The Winthrop Eagles? Yep. Um, on, I believe, Tuesday night. And then Friday night we face, I think, a Texas Southern team um, that – should be a, a decent opponent as well. I think Texas Southern, if I'm not correct, they made the tournament last year, or it was either last year or two years ago. So, and then Winthrop, that's a name that you commonly hear during March as well. Yep. So, both teams, I think, uh, even though not Power 5 schools, could bring Auburn a good test in Auburn Arena. And, and I believe that Winthrop is a, I believe they got, some um a veteran squad i know that kelton tolford their leading scorer um he's an upperclassman as well as their leader in assist um i believe it's Corey hightower um he's a senior so i believe you know it's always tough when you go against these uh mid-major schools already but um especially when they're a veteran squad yeah uh hightower um averages 15 a game um the uh, Tallard, Talford, Ta- Ta- he averages 20 a game. Um, and then nine rebounds, too. Yeah, one one other player, um, T- Tony Ari, I think is his first name. Um, but he averages 14 a game. So they've got three guys, um, that can that could be the leading scorer any given night. So they spread the wealth around pretty well. Um, also. So I think that'll be a, a fun game. What is it, a 7 o'clock tip? I believe so. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock tip on Tuesday night, and I believe it's on TV for the first yep, time. Yep, SEC Network. SEC Network. 
Um, so uh, I encourage everybody to tune in um, and listen to that, or I'm sorry, watch that game um, on SEC Network. And then Friday night, uh, we will play Texas Southern, um, and that should be a pretty good matchup as well. Um, Texas Southern, um, like I said, made the tournament um, last year, I believe. But both both teams next week should be a fun matchup. Definitely. Um, so, um, are you planning on being in attendance for both games? I am. I'm planning on being in attendance in both. And also, the women have a big matchup, ACC matchup next week, hosting Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech. And I believe, if I'm not correct, uh, Coach Jay beat Georgia Tech last year. She did. That ranked Georgia Tech. Yeah, so uh I was I was quite impressed by and I don't know why I remember that game, but um I felt I think that was like Coach Jay's first big win. Yes. Um so I think that got the got the ball rolling and then she also beat Tennessee. Yep. Um, Top five Tennessee. And she had a few other very quality wins. So um, I, I'm very impressed by what Coach Jay is doing, and uh, I can't wait to, to see what she does next week versus Georgia Tech um, in Auburn Arena. But um, I think that'll about do it for this time on Inside the Jungle, um, unless you have any final thoughts. No, I think that's about it. 2-0 and start for men and women. You can't beat that. 2-0. and Um And the men have two games next week, like we said. And the women do as well. The women have two games as well. So uh, you will be hearing from us again. Uh, Expect to hear from us again probably in about two weeks. That will do it for this time on Inside the Jungle. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Chandler, joined by uh, my friend and co-host, Jace. That'll do it. And War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.